Welcome back to Top of the Town, Yorkshire's Town podcast. Thanks for joining us again. And we are back uh, on our weekend show, our review of Coventry. Sadly, another defeat. The circus continues to roll on. And while a little bit better, it was sadly another missed opportunity, you have to say. As always, you can watch this podcast on YouTube and you can listen to us on Podbean, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes and the like. And as always, I am joined this lovely Sunday morning with Mr. Neil Mould. Well, Sunday afternoon now, technically, because this man here played football this morning. Mm. How did it go? Uh, unfortunately, we lost to a team that hasn't lost all season. Oh, wow. Has a goal difference of about 55. So, uh, what was the score? 5-1. Uh, oh, who got the one? Did you? No. Doesn't no. matter then. Don't, who cares? It doesn't matter. If not you, we don't care. All right? A so with slightly more ability on the ball. Right. Where did you play today? Centre-back. Centre-back? Yeah, I was... Uh, I have to keep that quiet. The, the, the usual, uh, you know... So you're more James Wilson than, than uh, well, Luke Wolfenden? I don't know. I, I'm, I would say I was a mix between Wolfenden and Enciala. Right. Okay. A bit lightweight in the headers, sort of, so a bit That's more like Wolfenden. But got the, uh, you know... The potential cock up any moment uh, from Enciala. That's about the way I play. Did you cock up today? Yeah, I done some fabulous bits, and then obviously <laughs> uh, it's it's topped off by something that Brilliant. was, you know. <laughs> so your weekend of football has been absolutely superb. To be fair, a Sunday was better than the Saturday. Well, only because you were playing, and you had to watch that absolute torrid rubbish. We were expected to lose, as a lot of teams have. Conceded at least 12 goals against mm, them, and so five's yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Stay, didn't get on each other's backs and just, you know, Wow, it. so not team spirit is still high, even though you've, uh, you know. Lost, where yeah. does that leave you in the table? Uh, about mid table. Okay. I think we'd all, well, just like Ipswich then, currently mid table in uh, in League One, so bringing it round to Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Where do we start? Let's start the lineup first and foremost, okay? So we, we obviously were together at, at two o'clock when the lineup was announced, and I think we were fairly okay with it, weren't we? It was, you know, no real problems. Her, it was Norris in goal, Norris over Holy. Yep. Do you think that was justified? I, I think so. Yeah, uh, Holy hasn't, you know, covered himself in glory, so he certainly hasn't. A little change there, but yeah. Uh, once you... again, Norris hasn't covered himself in glory either. No, and ne- you could argue neither of them want it. It's uh, hand in the baton. No, you have it. Yeah, they don't want it. They don't want it. And you've got a question, really, as we go towards the end of the season and dead rubber after dead rubber. When we're going to see Adam Price back? Because we, we've got three goalkeepers, despite really, you know, we shouldn't have because we're a League One football club. We've got more than three in reality, haven't we? We've got Harry Wright as well yep. and Toby Egan, etc. Yep. Uh, as we were just going through the squad, the squad list in front of and, us. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, Jake yeah, Alley. Yeah, Jake Alley, a guy I have to be honest, I, I can't recognise at the moment. And I do watch a lot of under twenty threes, under eighteens, etc. A football club of our size shouldn't have that many goalkeepers. But, Five goalies. But isn't it about time we saw maybe Prizebeck over Norris? Certainly, yeah, because Norris is not our goalkeeper. Well, obviously we haven't seen them in training or whatever, but we, these guys are at the club, yeah. so they're either good enough or yeah, they're Exactly, not. or they're just wasting resources, yeah. which is something we do very well, we have to be honest. Yeah. So the back... Uh, well, I thought he'd go over back three. I thought it'd be Skuse, Chambers and Wolfenden, um, but he actually went with the 4 2 three, one. Which I prefer. Yeah, I actually thought, yeah. We don't need any more than four defenders for me. Well, especially with two holding midfield players, mm-hmm. you know, at home. I still don't think we need that many. No, I, I, I would agree with you. And, I, and that is something Basically, been... they just hid behind you as a centre-back. You've got the strikers yeah. or attacking players coming at you, and you've just got two guys that are hiding 
behind the screen. Oh, yes. When the going gets tough, there's not a single player in that midfield that wants the football. When, when Scoose is crying for the ball more than your other deep-lying players, mm. Oh, they seem to, yeah. Times. Yesterday, they seem to have a, gra- a gravitational pull of anti-the-ball. So wherever the, wherever the ball was, you would find, especially Scoose in the first half, he'd be a, a million miles away from the ball. <laughs> he, he, if it, went, it was like that. Just circling the ball, like the, like the moon circles the earth. If Dazel was uh, asked, because at times, you, if you watch no other bit of play, mm-hmm. just you can see the game's going on and you watch one man and mm. what they're doing. Dazel basically, he walked a bit that way. Yeah. He walked a bit that way. Then he walked a bit that way. There's like, well, yeah. are you actually, you know, are you coached okay. and are you told? Is that your role? Wow. If that was what he was told to do that game, fair enough. But I wouldn't have asked him to well, do no. that. Well, no, I was always coached as a central midfield player that you must always be able to see that ball and be ready to receive he, that ball. He, at no point did he break away no. from no. into a little bit of pocket no. anywhere to want that ball. Yeah. It, if if the play opened up so that he was then five yards away from someone to receive the ball, that happened. But other than that... And, and I have just... to be honest, there, there was a couple of times, in, 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 as we're on Dozel, where he received the ball and the ball... And, and then he just he aimlessly just kicked it forward. Like a little flick round a corner to nobody or a passing to trouble. Um, there's, 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 there's the ability there, obviously you see it, glimpses of it, mm-hmm. to find a forward pass and be a forward-thinking player. There's equally times where he's still doing things that you expect a, a rookie 17, 18-year-old to do. And as Mick Mills said yesterday... lacking game time? Well, but as Mick Mills said yesterday, you are not, a, in football terms, a young man anymore. No. Okay. And you've got to start nailing down a position. And when you're giving starts, especially consecutive starts, you have to start doing more. And yesterday, he did glimpses. But as you say, his body language, his work rate. Yeah, he did. But if you were watching the player beforehand... But should we be going, oh, well done, mate, you've done a slow tackle. Well, that's the thing. And this is the argument I've had with Cole Skews for a while. If you watch Cole Skews, actually watch him, forget anybody else. And also that famous video, wasn't there, of Douglas mm-hmm. at Newcastle. <laughs> the, the little walk here, yeah. little walk there. Yeah, but if you, but if you watch Skews, it's very <laughs> the, the ball, similar. The ball's going over his head. But if you watch Skews, it's very similar because you see a sliding tackle, but he either gave the ball away initially or he was caught out of position... So he had to slide. Yeah. You know, a lot of times Cole Skews' best bits are him recovering his own mistakes. Yeah. And everyone goes, oh, how wonderful he is. Well, actually, no, because if he'd just done the job properly the first time, there wouldn't be an issue. You just feel that the it's not just Coventry. So you can't say, oh, they're better than us. Because it's many teams that have been up against this season. Yeah. The, the midfield just seems... It's not good enough. Even if you look at them and you go, they're not as good footballers as what we have. Mm. But... What they are doing is well regimented. They, yep. they know what they need to do, and they're doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay, fine. We can do all this little pretty stuff, but it's not getting us anywhere. No. This is a football club so, that's got round pegs in round holes. You know, like yesterday we had Bishop being forced out as a wide player. He's not a wide player, you know. But he's not. But Paul Lambert's not the only manager to play him there. But he's not a wide player. He. You know. I didn't realise how slow he was. He is a very. Sl- yeah, but he is a slow player. He's and- got that little spurt of acceleration to you know, jink past someone, but other than that, everyone was just beating him to the ball. He Bish- just seemed so... His feet just weren't yeah. at the races. And Bishop, for me, and I, and I do hammer Nolan, Bishop, for me, is a bit like the Loch Ness Monster. He's a myth now. People Because, we, because we've not seen him enough, and what we do see is glimpses. A bit like Dozel. Glimpses. You think he's this great player? Glimpses isn't enough for me. No. If both of them want no. to stay at this club and want to nail down yep. first 
you know, on the team sheet list. They he, they have to give me more. But there was an instance there yesterday, ball comes through the air. Nolan, to his credit, chest tip, brings it down, wants to play. Bishop still, I don't know if it's McCarthy training or not. We almost relied on it. Nolan yesterday. And yeah, but what I'm saying he's is... he's not the, for me, the best player we've got at this club. Well, no, when you're, not. When you're relying on him to do all of the last-ditch tackles, all of the breaking yeah, away, we'll, we'll and to, to shoot in the box. Yeah, well, we'll get to Nolan. We'll, but, we'll save that one for a special five I, minutes. because I, I think I'm I preferred him to you yesterday. No, he no, he no, was no, he no. disappeared second half. He disappeared first half. So, well, sadly, he was some of our best moments fell to him. But well, the point I made about Bishop was at least Nolan tries to bring it down. Bishop still just heads it away. Yeah. And you're thinking, if you are this quality player that everyone... Talking about headroom away. Yeah, but if you're this quality Nolan player... But if you're this quality player that everyone seems to declare that you are, you only have one idea wherever you are on the pitch, and that's bringing the ball down to play. You've got nothing else. And yeah. sometimes, in most times, you'll, you'll be criticised for trying to overplay or trying to play in, in difficult areas. He doesn't. He just heads it. And you're thinking... That's not what a quality player would look to do. Yeah. You know, he's a good player, don't be wrong. He's, he's an average player. You think how, how many really good players we've had at this club, and you think, while they're on loan, yeah. they're showing brilliance, yeah. and then they just seem to, like, there's this weird Ipswich mould that you suddenly then mm. lose all of your ability and you, you just do. become a lacklustre player. So that, in that first half, oh, whoops, a daisy. Whoops, a, gone, gone, gone peak time. On. Yeah, I know, I feel like a John Nolan... Uh, Back pass. So the lineup wasn't too bad. I don't. I don't think. I no. mean, it was okay. Yeah, again, they're good enough to do the job. Yeah. They Just are be. they going to turn up and do the job? Exactly. I thought Edwards playing at right back had one of his better best games. games. Yep. Absolutely. He ran the full second, back every second time. Second half, he came out as a new man and he was just running at them. And yes. They, on this occasion, they just couldn't stop him. Absolutely. But there was no one to help him out. No. And I, and I do think you have to look at um, the way Coventry lined up. They lined up with Darbo out wide on the left, who was very wide. He was their whip. He was their outlet. He just hugged that touchline the whole first half. Didn't really particularly worry about defending. Second half, they changed that. He actually went backwards and was, wasn't as effective coming forward. Now, you could say they won the up, of course, but I do put that down to how well Edwards was playing. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was worrying the need to. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because his ability, and he was really up for it, mm-hmm. Darbo was, was pushed further back because Edwards was so effective in going forward. Yeah. And it's not something we've had since Vincent Young's been injured. So good to see, mm-hmm. you know. I wouldn't say the position is right back moving forward. No, Would you? No. I mean, I'd like yeah, to see he, him. He's a fill-in at most. Yeah, I mean, looking at most League One teams, they have a couple of good wingers, a lump of a striker, a quickie striker, and a player who can play. I'd like to see Edwards play as a winger mm. and see if he can't hurt what is really lumbering fullbacks in this, in this division. I mean, they had McCallum yesterday, who was a fairly decent fullback, but most fullbacks I've seen at Portman Road in League One mm. haven't been that good. For me, I've never really rated McFadson, but... We made him look like a solid centre-back. We certainly did. Into midfield, we've touched on Dozel. I thought he had a good game. Fairly decent. Few good touches, few good balls, but a few times you're scratching your head thinking you've got to do better. Skuse was Skuse. I wouldn't even, even, I wouldn't even give him a bit of paper to sign. in on a new contract. He's done. He's gone. He's done. He's not controlling games. He's not spraying the ball about. He's, he's one tempo. He's everything that's wrong with the football club. It's just one tempo from the first minute or the 60th minute. It really did slow down, even one though we had tempo. good bursts from Edwards. Other than that, it was... Still just, too slow. Yeah. yeah. Left midfield was but Bishop. But too many players that like playing that way. Oh, you think Bishop likes to play slow. 
you've you've got Dazel who, yeah. like I said, well, if he if he broke out of his walk, <laughs> broke out of his walk, then I'd have yeah. been surprised. But that was a criticism of his Excuse father as well. You know, his body language a lot of times made him look like he wasn't really bothered. You know, well, that, that was a criticism. He, I even if his arms go a bit quicker and he still doesn't yeah. go anywhere, at least it looks like he's putting something in. As I said to you yesterday, do you know what? I agree with the body the body language, but for me, if you played Dozel week in week out and you put him next to somebody like a Joey Barn, for example, a yeah. nasty piece of absolute dirt who just wants to chew nails, eat bricks, then Dozel can be that player because you've got a nasty. Never had one of them. No, ages. we never have. But those players allow players like Dozel the freedom to gracefully swan around. Do a bit here, do a bit there, because they're, they're they're protected by the fact they've got a guy who's going to just break kneecaps. I feel though that perfect. We don't want people to cover other people's inabilities. Just have someone you're that can covering. actually do the game. You're not covering. What you're doing is you're how, you're how saying. How many other teams? So I said yesterday. How have they got blokes that are basically way better than someone else mm. at something else and and they're covering each other just no they're all of a similar ability they're all just getting stuck in they can do the little passes they don't need to be ronaldo's to do little five yard passes yeah i, I, I they agree. didn't overplay it no, because the first half yeah okay some of it looked quite nice to see but yeah they were just doing one twos back and forward and little ones back to people who hadn't even made the run mm. just like yeah. it was like for the hell of it some of the times we just gave it away. I agree. Well, hold on to it for a second and make a sensible pass. Uh, yeah, but players who, if you can develop Andre, the players who are like Andre, who have ability to make a forward pass, see a ball, make a pass, they cost a bit of money, right? We're not going to be able to bring the, the, the finished article in. So what I'm trying to, trying to suggest is we keep him in the team. And a bit like Huddersfield did with uh, Aaron Moy the year they went up. You say that you say to the young lad. Do you lads, lose out too much on trying to cover him all the time oh, because no. he's not, not doing something else? Not with four defenders. Else. Not not with four defenders and in a, a, a you know a, a, a really nasty piece of work next to him. You're kind of just you're saying to him, look, we need your ability on the ball, so don't shirk it, want it, but don't particularly worry about the nasty, gritty, work rate stuff because you've got him next to you, who his job really is nasty, gritty, not I fantastic. Don't think I want to play alongside someone who is told, leave it all to the other guy. You're either part you've of that midfield or you're not. You've got to know your strengths. And a lot of teams you're either in league... part of it or you're not. Be no, part of a lot of, no, it. Or a lot don't of teams in League One don't. Uh, well, okay. We'll, we'll disagree. We'll really disagree on that one, I, th I think. Because you've got to look at your budget. You've got to look at what you can bring in. For me, Dozel, if you can keep developing him, as, as I've said, you're not going to get a player who can pick a pass the way he can. I've seen it. I've seen it. I, I've not been his biggest fan, but I've seen it. He can do it. Mm -hmm game time will help him and you might eventually in time find that he's able to do more of the line share and defending but at the moment you you play him at risk of if you can get him to do more of the scoose type things for me he can just replace scoose all right well but you've got i'd like to see him and mcgavin yeah that'd be a nice tidy midfield young inexperienced but if you've got chambers behind him who doesn't appear to be going anywhere sadly <laughs> do you is that a plus for a worry like mcgavin didn't look that bad well, no, he looked good on Tuesday. One of the brightest sparks. Dizel. No, Bengavin yeah. on Tuesday mm. night. He looks okay. I think he's young. Didn't look lost. The, the problem for me is that everyone around us, pretty much it's a must-win game and an inexperienced player was put in, whereas they just see everyone else that can be a midfielder, whether they're defensive, Maybe. defensive or yeah. whatever, 
we've got more experienced midfielders at the club, and therefore instantly they should have beaten him okay. to that position. So and even his young, he's not the finished article, but everyone expects him to be this amazing player. Hmm. Oh, if he's not the finished article, why has he even made the lineup? Well, come on, be reasonable. Yeah, no, I, just, I agree. I, I just don't understand sometimes. I think what well, I think fans put too much pressure on players, don't they? Like, look at Simpson and Dobra. For Did example. he really? He he done two missed touches on the trot. Okay, fine. Complain a little bit, but he can then turn around, give him a chance. Yeah, well, he he wasn't taken off because you played badly. He was taken off because we changed formation. So uh, I don't buy the scapegoat, which I said with with Rob during the week, but. Uh, you know, on young players, I do think at times at this football club, we do put expectations on them that we really shouldn't. Look, look at Dobry and Simpson. The whole place lifts when they're coming on. They've actually done absolutely nothing to warrant this huge, oh my God, we're bringing on Simpson, yeah, we're going to play better. And you, you're just going to put too he much pressure on them. in the right place enough for me, to be honest. Because he's young and he's I know he's still learning the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, we're all excited and then... Look, when he came in, I was really excited. He was, it was a rugby player, you know, previous rugby player. Big, strong lad. A player you felt that you could develop, right? This is your Jordan Roberts of this year. A player that you could develop and bring forward. Now, his touch has come on leaps and bounds. If you saw his touch two years ago in my days, right? And you saw a bit of it on Tuesday night. But he's not a player you should be bringing on with the, with, with the weight of, oh, we're bringing on Simpson, this is it, this is the, we're going to be playing. You know, it's, it, you're putting too much pressure on the lad. Look at Dobra, the whole place lifted. As, as he said, he wants to do his part for the team. He doesn't want to be the exactly. driving force And you shouldn't team. make it. You should just say, right, you know, we want to see these young players, but if, what we get out of them is a luxury, not a, oh, my God, bad touch, or, like, oh, Dobra didn't do anything yesterday. He's a young lad. He came on. Maybe he felt the expectation, may want to do a bit too much, and the pressure stunted him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But if we talk about the first half now... Do you think he looked a little bit lost on his own? I, I think he wanted to do... I think he got, whenever, whenever the ball received him, or he received the ball, rather, mm -hmm. I think he wanted to do too, too much. I think he wanted to be the one to make something happen. Yeah. Because when I think, he needed people to be yeah. in and around him, yeah. he can get the ball yeah. and then give You it. play your best football yeah. when you're relaxed. He didn't seem to ever, like I said, he didn't seem to be ever where he. I felt he quite needed to be. Simpson now, or Dobra? Simpson. Right. If if there was a long ball happen, he wasn't oh, God. winning yes. in the air yes. where he needed to be. I was guilty yesterday, if, I was if, shouting, if, you know, I was saying, come on. was moving and he yeah. needed to do a bit of a channel move, yeah. he was never there either. He was no. always way too far yeah. away from where the play was. Yeah, he didn't seem to be reading the, ball, the, 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 the play well at all yesterday. No. But does that... Stink of a player that it's would raw. prefer having another man there with Potentially, him. but at the moment... And he's still learning his game. Yeah. So, on the base of the first half, uh, we look at that very quickly now. I thought we played okay. Okay. I thought I thought we played reasonably well. The goal was a poor one to concede. Again, we we are just, 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 just like the Red Sea. We part and we let them through. It comes from John Nolan, my yeah. mate Nolan, as, surrounded. As normal, though. Some good bits of play. Followed by conceding a goal. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you kind of got the... Yeah, oh, that's us all over. But we, we might as well not bother turning up and then we won't actually concede a goal. Well, there you go. But the goal itself, balls into Nolan. Nolan is surrounded. For me, if you're surrounded and you can't do anything, put in the touch, have an argument with your friends, you know, with your teammates, but don't concede the ball in there. But anyway, when he concedes the ball, it's, it's still too easy. It's still there's, there's too many people it, going, oh, you lost the ball, rather yeah. than doing something about it. Yeah. And on John Nolan... I was I was told reliably 
by somebody who sat in that chair and said, if you get John Lennon in that box, you'll he, see a he good He hasn't player. got that instinct, goal scorer's instinct for me. Oh, mate, mate, it's a joke, right? We signed a player on the back of a purple patch in his career. Before Shrewsbury, before the year he scored nine goals, mm-hmm. he'd only scored four in four years at Lincoln. And that is exactly what we're seeing. Yesterday, that ball in the box, right? He's, he's on, I think he's offside, but he's ruled onside. And he doesn't even look like a player that's got any confidence in the box. Mm. Like, I'm not, I'm not talking about a player who brings it down and the shot is weak because he's that out of confidence. Is in our squad, though? How many of them do you think will bring the ball down oh, in the box? No. I think, out of all of them, I think Jackson's the one yeah. that would... Well, he's a striker, so he, you know, he should be showing some more composure than a, than a midfield yeah, player. In general, but... he is still a young lad. Yeah. He is still learning. So yeah, he absolutely. shouldn't have all the pressure to no, be the main goal scorer for us. But, say, yeah. but he is. Hmm. But, you know, yeah. who, who, who in our team so. do you think is going to make a good connection on the ball? It's not even a good connection, though, is it? He's got no idea. Like, he, 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 it's a tame header. Like, if you're going to go for a header over over, over the goalkeeper, as put as, some bloody yeah. welly on it, man. As far as I saw, because the, it was just pure groans and just laughing, um, you just couldn't believe how it turned oh, out. mate. I, I thought he would just let it drop and he would lash it. Yeah. Even if he just absolutely missed yeah, the target absolutely. completely. Yeah. I, that's what I was expecting. Yeah. But instead, I, th- I feel he saw the goalie rushing out and he, he was just doing a little dink over him. But instead, the goalie basically just stepped off back he again did. and just went, thanks. But... Actually, you know, if we take the, the, that, that, that bit away, to, to, to spring John Nolan was actually the type of passage of play we've been asking for. Yep. It went from Judge into Sears, back into, uh, I think it maybe Judges again, who then released Nolan. Because Sears had made the run, Nolan had made the run forward. You suddenly had men past a striker who had drawn McFadden out of position. Mm-hmm. That's the type of things we've been wanting to see from the team for a long time. You're just playing the one striker. You need them men to yes. do that. Yes. So the 4-2-3 one in that respect with Judge, Bishop mm-hmm. and Nolan, the wrong three, but the right three for the squad we've built, sadly, yeah. that's what you want to see, that type of interchangeable movement, right? Because you, you hurt teams. You cut them open. It's not something we've seen this season full stop. So that was good. That was a really pleasing bit to see. The Nolan chance where he absolutely muffed it, that wasn't pleasing to see. He, But then in the first half, first 10 minutes or so... The penalty show? Absolutely. All day penalties, don't wall it. I don't even know why that's not given. I don't even know how a referee hand on heart can just have the view he had and not put his whistle to yeah, the lips. but the officials were not. Oh, absolutely. They were not good. The lines were Via the worse. commentary fans, when the lino up the other yeah. end put yeah. his flag up and they was like, Wee! Well, there was quite a few times when John Lennon went through, weren't there? And he was like five, a good five, six yards on side. And he, you're thinking... But he'd done the same for us. You know, it, there oh, was... Yeah. Chambers went over there and... Oh, was flapping. The, the officials yesterday, you had one linesman who wasn't doing offside. You had one linesman that wouldn't flag unless the referee told him how to flag. Yeah. And then... Halfway for the I, second I half. Love, I love how the lino uh, down our end, in front of you, absolutely hit, ch- judge is pushed in the back, mm. and absolutely nothing. Nothing. And then judge gives a nudge to a what six foot seven yeah, bloke. You got, yeah, you yeah. Tom Daly's it. Yeah, Tom Daly. And he's, he's waving yeah. away like a bloody idiot. Yeah. And you think, like, oh, I, was, I was livid because I, I wasn't livid at the fact. I thought, you know what? It, was, it probably wasn't a foul from judge. It was yeah. a push. But I was more livid by the fact of you can't not give fouls all game and then suddenly start giving fouls. You either you either say at the start of the game, right, no fouls for me today at all, 
or you give fouls when you see... I mean, like, he was right in front of him. You had no excuses. But even throw-ins. When you're put absolutely shoved over and you dive in a way that, mm. you know, you've mm. been hit big time, you're not expecting the player to be judged. It was embarrassing, though, wasn't it? Because how many times did Coventry or us take a throw-in and then it had to be brought back and changed? Because the linesman just would not flag unless the referee told him which way, which way to go. Yeah. It was it was embarrassing for the late. It was almost like he was a volunteer and he, the referee had said, like Sunday mornings, right, don't flag for anything because I'll sort it out. Wasn't there, it, it should have been a corner and we got a goal kick out of it. Yes. And I don't know whether, well, the, the lino should have seen it, but if there were players yeah, in his way, flag. why didn't the ref see it? Because he, every single time the ball crossed the, the crossed a touch line, he you, looked at the ref. He just had to laugh And the at ref either went, and if he went like that, the linesman flagged that way. If he went like that, he went that way. And the referee went, the linesman went, <laughs> it was like, you ain't got a clue, these, you, know, yeah. you really ain't got a clue. But anyhow, so first half for me, do you know what? Forget the first half. The whole game was rather pleasing. We played fairly well, but once again, we lacked what cost the most amount of money in football. Goal scorers. You know, it was almost like the relegation year. Mm-hmm. We huffed, we puffed. Alan Judge wanted it. He got on the ball. He made things happen. He looked fairly decent. Looked like his legs are gone, but he looked fairly decent. To be fair, he looked like the paciest player we had. It says its own story. Yes. But again, we had no killer edge. So, half-time rolls around. There was no one that really, especially once Sears came off, mm. there was no yeah. one that really looked, you felt, if the ball dropped to them, they're going to absolutely yeah. scare them. That's where I was going next with this, really. Because, unfortunately, when Dobber came on... yeah. We put a lot of pressure on him and he yeah. didn't really deliver. Yes, absolutely. Well, and, and then what I said earlier, the whole left was changed through whatever circumstances and it just looked unbalanced. Both were, uh, not, they, they were not really with the game. They had to yeah. ease their way in yeah. and time yeah. obviously just keeps ticking on the clock and yeah. we, we needed to get something yeah. and didn't have the time for that whole left side to get up to the we speed know. of it. Uh, it's it's difficult it's difficult when you come into a game isn't it off the bench uh, to pick up the speed of the game mm. especially with a bit of, when you've placed your own expectation on you half time rolled around and normally at half time I like to do a little tweet out how I'm feeling what I want from the team and I didn't do it this week because I, I wrote, went to write a tweet and it was I, I, that, this was it I was I, it, it, it was alright you know it, the first half was, was tidy we should have maybe got a goal or two again no cutting edge we conceded a sloppy goal, but overall, as a fan, at half time, despite being one 0 down, you were. Mm. But is that what we've come to now? Rather than going, we accept nothing but promotion. Obviously, this absolute dross scenario has happened, and we can't win a game. Then. Well, I just felt maybe the second half we could have come out, and we did come we, out. We're just accepting that. Okay, fine. You you played some nice stuff, boys. Well, that that'll do. Sadly, a lot of fans a lot of fans are accepting. Uh, I, it's half time, so you can't be too. I, I feel always at half time, unless you're being absolutely, you know. Yeah, you stay. You you stay with the team. Yeah. But at the final whistle, you're you're going home. Yeah. F- feeling. Well, I don't is know what people all, are clapping is, for. Is that all we got? Why are you clapping? What 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 are you clapping? Because they should be given effort. They should be given 100%. That's their job. You don't walk into Tesco's and see a young lady or a young man scanning some pro- some products and go, brilliant, absolutely brilliant, superb. Well, you're doing that, that's brilliant. No, it's a fucking job, man. It's a job. That's their job. 
So what are you clapping? Because nothing there was absolutely out of this world quality where you thought, unbelievable, yeah. What was it? Yeah. So what, stop being a happy clapper, honestly, because happy clapping just gives the, the it sets the tone for the club, that that's acceptable, that you can get beat, but as long as you huff and you puff, we won't mind. But second half, which is where I was going, he there came out. There are a lot of fans that feel we shouldn't be absolutely slagging off this bunch of players. We Why? need to stay with the team. Why? I've played with the team for 30-odd games. I've backed this manager for the majority of the season. I've, I've turned on managers. I've got Paul Hurst. I was in Sorrento in August, and I was, I was messaging Rob saying, this manager's a clown, he's got to go. I've turned on managers quicker than milk tans. I've stuck with this one for the longest time I've stuck with him because I feel there's bigger issues at this football club, mm-hmm. and there are. It goes deep. And I got asked yesterday by somebody in the crowd who watches the podcast. Hello. How are you? Um, I should have got his name, actually. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I thought you were with the manager. What's changed? And I said, not much has changed other than the fact that, yes, I still Res- think results there's... Results have not gone no, the way No, I still think there's bigger issues at the football club, but what's changed are stats like these. Mm-hmm. And I'll just bring you a few stats. So, number of four consecutive defeats. Lambert's got four, Jules got three, King Jordan Royal one, Hurst and McCarthy zero. That's from ITFC stats. Paul Lambert has won four of his last 20 games in League One. Two of his last 21 in the Championship and two of his last 25 in the Premier League and two of his last 26 in the SBL. That's from Richard Jolly. That's just is two he, stats. He's just poor when things are going badly. He's not a man right? to turn. You've then got, other, you've then got the, the league form stacks, right? The last nine games. There, are, there is only... I think there's only one, is it? No. There's not a single club worse than us in the last nine games. Played nine. Won one. Drawn zero. Lost four. Four points. At the last nine. That is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely criminal. Is it worrying for next season? Criminal. Uh, well, I think it says the squad's not, not, not as good as people say it is because you would expect a few draws in there. You know, tactically a net manager hurts you, but it doesn't kill you. That's, that's, that's killed. You know what I mean? Like yesterday, you some, would have expected a little bit of quality for one. Some a free people kick, believe a that if you've got a, a good manager mm-hmm. in this league, he would make the most out of what he's got. They might not be amazing players, but he would make them do what they need to do. Well, I don't think he's getting the most out of them. No. As those stats suggest, which is why I've, you know, I've now, I'm now a Lambert uh, outer, if you like, because I don't think, it's, it's going to take a lot, I mean, I, I still got a lot of respect for the guy, you know, I, I, I think here he's been shortchanged. I think in January How he many needed of the last help. Four have not been shortchanged. Well, there you go. In January, we 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 almost we gave, we we stumbled into January the way a seventeen-year-old stumbles home at half ten at night because he's had too many egg bombs already, and we just didn't help him. We didn't help the manager when he needed it. Again, shortchanged. But he's not getting the most out of the squad. He's really not. However, half-time rolled around. Second half come out. They are a club. They are a team still playing for him, because they didn't come out and limp. They came out with their towels up. Yep. So whatever he said at half time. How much are they doing for themselves? Good question. That's something you, you uh, personally, you have to think about and you analyse yourself. You, you could go and feel to yourself, no matter what he's said, I wasn't as good as I could have been. Mm. I need to give more in the second half. Well, I felt they came out, uh, whatever he said, 
had an effect because they came out with their tails up, mm-hmm. they came out with intent, they came out and played really uh, almost the, attractive the pro- football. The problem is, though, we huff, we puff, and there is no way. We don't blow nothing down. No. That's our issue. No, you're right. And then he did a, and then he did a, a substitution, which I have to scrap and my head again now thinking about it. I have to hope Sears couldn't do 90 because if he brought Freddie Sears off, and this is something I really wish the papers or Brenner Woolley would ask about because this is something that's important. Did you bring Sears off for fitness or tactical? Because if you brought Sears off for tactical reasons, then he's a bigger fool than I think he is because we were just starting a tick. We were just starting to ask more and more questions of Coventry. That's where it comes down to Simpson didn't get into the game enough. Well, no, but you changed and, it. So And Sears... He was doing the channel running. He was here, yeah, there, and everywhere. He it, was getting also, involved. You were playing. You were playing to Sears' strength. So, because Sears is not a big guy in the second half, particularly, we were getting the ball more on the floor. Bishop, Judge, even Nolan were starting to really play with it. Two touch, round a corner, in you go. Sears in the channel, get men forward. The moment Tyree Simpson came on, this is no criticism of Tyree Simpson. The game plan changed, and all we did was just go long, 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 long. Was that the game plan? They ate it up. Well, that's the thing, and that's why I really wish someone had asked, was Freddie's substitution tactical or fitness? Because if it was tactical, you blew it. Because you were just starting to ask more and more questions, just starting to get Bishop involved, Judge involved, Nolan involved, Dozel, Times, drifting in, drifting out. But you were just starting to ask more questions. Ed was on the, on the overlap. Mm-hmm. Then you changed it. Simpson came on, game plan went out the window, long ball after long ball, Bishop... He can't contend with a 50-50. He's just not strong enough. He then went off injured. When you go, okay, fine, there's no transfer budget. So you've got to do the most you can, which doesn't cost money. Mm. Are we doing enough training-wise? Because our set pieces... No, they're not good enough. Yeah, the, the what thing, on yeah. earth was that? Yeah, the things you do for three. You know, every club gets these set pieces, etc. Everything's free in that regard. You're not good enough for them. Yeah. Throw-ins, for example. How many times have I got to watch a guy... With a ball in his head, and literally they all look at him like. Well, there's one that's run all the way across, zigzagging his way, and then they've just gone. Oh, he just made a good run. Mate, it's not. It's just. It's, you watch it and you think, does anyone want the football? It's, it's almost like oh, I don't want it. You many, want it. They, you want it. Yeah, but that's one thing I've said. We've got. Well, you've mentioned we've got too many people hiding in this team. Oh, too, yeah. There's no character. There's no guts. And it, I almost feel, yeah, we're doing nice little five-yard passes. Zip, 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 zip. But it's like, I don't want it. You have it. Alan Judge, for me, is the only one with, the, with a little bit of guts on it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how bad that man is playing. He will want that football. He will... The first half, he went hunting for it. He ended up holding uh, Chambers' hand at one point. He was hunting for the ball. He was starved. No one else does that. I don't yeah. ever see Cole Skews hunt for a football. I see him hunt for a, ba- for a blade of grass that's got no one around it. You know, if he hunted for the ball the way he hunts for space, it'd be brilliant. Because he just he finds space with no one else is every time. Problem is, no one is there. The ball doesn't come near him. But there yeah. we go. So, but then you, that's where we had the two deep men that when they did get the ball, they received it off one centre back and then went, yeah. oh, there you go. The other centre back can have it. Do you well, think can you know can Chambers not mm. pass to <laughs> there you go. Wolfenden? Do you think? <laughs> Um, do, do you need these two skillful players in, my very in front question. of them to uh, yeah. do the, oh, I'll receive it, oh, you, you, you can have it? That's my very next question. With, uh, with Sears... If, if that's all they're doing, I don't want them there. No. So let, if, if Sears was a tactical decision, do you feel you, you'd been better changing shape and bringing Simpson on to go with Sears as opposed to sticking yes. with a 4-2-3-1? Yep. 
Because you would have still asked questions. Because you don't need four defenders and two midfield players with one nil down, do you? Does it matter if you lose two nil or four nil or one nil? Does it? At the end of the day, it all reads the same, right? If you're putting more pressure on the other team, they've got questions to answer. Yeah. So if they're too, too worried about what we're doing, yeah. they're not going to be worrying yeah. our defence. Um, Obviously, you can have the break and then you've got to sort yeah. that issue out. Obviously, Garb went off, went off injured again. Um, now, we've sat here previously and talked about squad management mm -hmm. and how poor it is at the moment. Uh, do you feel yesterday's bench was, a, was, was, was another... Another sign of that. I'm going to run through the bench with you. Um, now, obviously, bear in mind, Garbutt has been injured previously. Now, we don't get medical reports, but I'm going to have a guess and say he's 80%, not 100, right? Yeah. Do you think a bench of Holy, Earl, Wilson, Morris, Dobra, Hughes and Simpson? Um, and actually, looking at the bench again, before I jump on this next point, do you not think Morris would have been a better option to Simpson? The way we were playing? The way we were playing. I don't know what Morris is like, I'm afraid. He's so. a bit of a Freddie Sears. You know, he's, he's smaller in statue, quick, yep. he's got ability. Mm -hmm. He's very highly regarded by the academy staff. He's not a lump. The way we're playing, if you're doing it, which we should have done, mm. because uh, last Saturday where we there was mm. cheering because the amount of times the ball was played yeah, to their yeah, defence yeah. just to clear it out. So for me, with the small team we had, you had to play the ball. And when the you're ball. playing players such as Bishop, and Judge... As we're playing that way, yeah, Morris would yeah. have been the better. But uh, onto the the garbage. Or is he just to fill a seat on that bench? Well, if he <clears> is, then why isn't you know Miles Kenlock in this bench? Because surely Miles Kenlock would have been a better option yesterday than Josh Earl. Potentially, I, I do you don't not know. do you not feel bringing Josh Earl on is the reason why we started to go longer? Because the ability isn't there, so it's more of a touch at your feet than than away a bit, such that, as Chambers. That's what I was saying. The, the whole left side was cold from the game. They yeah. had to suddenly, oh, th this is what's going on. And there was the whole left side. Yeah. <clears throat> For oh, whatever reason, he chose, he didn't like passing out to Dobra. The amount of times Dobra was like there wanting it. But is that because... And he just never played it there. But and then that, he yeah. just came across and gave it back inside. But is that because they were a pressing team, as many teams are pressing us, and you when you, when you haven't got a natural... He's, he's a limited left-back stroke centre-back for me. I love Josh Earl. This is not a criticism Limited or not, you can do a 10-yard pass to a man, even if you get it back again. If you've got confidence in yourself. If you've got confidence in yourself. If you find yourself out of the team and your your confidence is wavering, you're, you want to get it long. And maybe they were told to go along to Tyree Simpson. But I, I would have preferred... You lump it long, it's back on you again. I, I'd rather well, one of our was, players yeah. was on it. But then, you and know... And then if he got beaten to the ball, he didn't come to it fast enough, you could then complain at him. But surely, uh, and I seem to be a Miles Kenlock absolutely holding the banner at the moment, but surely Miles Kenlock is more like Luke Garbert than Josh L. He'd be holding the banner until you saw him on the pitch. Yeah, but surely Miles Kenlock is more of a Luke yeah. Garbert type than Josh L is. But there's a reason he so, didn't make the bench. Yeah, but forget are we ever going to find out why? Well, this is it. Because surely Josh Earl and James Wilson are very much the same. Do you yeah. need both? That's, that is my overriding point. Forget Luke Gart being injured. You don't know that at the, start of the, uh, at the start of the game. Do you need Josh Earl and James Wilson on the same bench? No. 
I'd always... So it's squad management again, isn't it? I, I would always prefer not to have too many defenders and not to have this other goalie. Mm. If you can get away with not having the goalie and you can have more offensive options yeah, well, to change you, things you've up. You've got Morrison, Simpson, two strikers, they can change it a little bit. Dobber and Hughes, midfield players, they can... This is your thinking as a manager. I just don't understand. I mean, he's obviously seeing Josh... He's obviously putting Josh on the bench because he can play left-back. But for me, if you're at home, you don't want to... A limited fullback. You don't want a, a, a six foot two, six foot three, whatever it may be, left back. You want a player who's going to be more forward thinking than defending. That's just my thing. But anyway, he, I think he can do the job. Oh, what Josh Earl? Yeah, he's, he's a centre half, not a left back. Uh, I don't know. He's he seems he can play bit... left back. I think he's a left back, but he's not a attacking left back. We saw that at Wimbledon. How many times did it go down the left at Wimbledon and we were just so slow? It gets a touch, so slow, so slow. And that's what it was for me. We slowed it down and it just blunted Dobra. He, he had good sparks early on while he was I love getting game time. I just don't think but you need him and Wilson on the same bench. No. Well, we can go. I can agree with that. But So we've tackled the game. I'm going to ask you a, 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 to close, or to round up rather the podcast. I'm going to ask you a question. Um... And we'll tackle it more in detail with, with Rob on next week's podcast. But the three of us will be together. That'd be nice. The stats I've given you about Paul Lambert, his time, I feel, is up. I don't know if you agree with that, but I feel his time is up. If you consider, OK, this could be potentially the worst squad a manager has had to deal with yeah. at Ipswich Town. Yeah, yeah. So that's against him, straight off. But all in all, he hasn't done enough with... He hasn't no. got the most out of these players. No, he hasn't. And those stats are pretty damning. Mm-hmm. And the last nine particularly, you know, we, it is relegation form. Yep. You know, and I, and I think if, if you were a relegation team, you probably would have, you know, sacked him a while ago. But then again, we do reward failure. So it's not, I'm not surprised he's been on a five-year contract because we do... Marcus Evans does like to reward failure. He really does. So and that's, I'll just to touch on that point you've made there and I'll ask you another question about the squad. I'm constantly being told... It's the highest budget in the league. Okay, so he's not by by default. It's the highest budget in the league. He should be doing better. Do you think there is a single player earning the right money? No, I don't know what the Coventry players are being paid, but well, they're homeless. It, so you wouldn't have thought a lot. Whether they're Coventry, Wimbledon, you name it, whoever they are, they've basically they've matched our team. So, mm-hmm. do you think players such as Luke Chambers. If they're only on two grand a week, none of us should be on any more than that for the way they've performed. Yep. Okay. Do you think players such as Luke Chambers, Cole Skews, Alan Judge, uh, John Nolan will ever get the money they're on now again? Someone will be paying. Do you think? Honestly, do you honestly see some? Who? Do you honestly if, see if, them going? If they are, if you make them if, available, if, if, you... yeah. If they walk away from the club for whatever reason, someone else will end up. Who? Because that's just football. Yeah, but who can you see? Who can you see? Someone like Luke Chambers. If you said to him, right, you're gone. Free. You're free to go. Who would you? Who would you think would pick Luke Chambers up? Because I can't think of anybody inside the top seven at League One level that would want him. You don't think so? No. No, honestly, honestly, that's hand on heart. Well, my witness. No. Who would want him? You saw yesterday, commentary, top of the table. Do you think he's better than them two centre-halves? You saw Oxford. Do you think he's better than the two Oxford centre-halves? 
I mean, you saw Blackpool. Do you think it was better than the, than the guy at Blackpool? No. And they're not in the top eight. No. So, who in in, in the football then, league pyramid would pay? But then, who is it? Is it him, or is there a oh, coaching issue? There you go. I mean, even even the young players, like you know, obviously not, not yesterday, but even Downs. though as one of our older players, it shouldn't then be so much on the coaches. He should be the polished yeah. article by now. Well, I think what you what you see is what you get now. But I think even Luke, da- uh, uh, yeah, Flynn Downs. Um, He's not earning the right money. He should be on more money. You know, he's, his pay grade is probably less than what his ability is currently. I don't think there's a single player in no, that squad. I don't think you need to basically go, oh, you're a brilliant player. He still has space to work and he, yeah, he needs no, to improve. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm, he, he is good, yes. Yeah, but, but I don't think there's a single player in that squad that's on the right money. Mm. Not one. That's for me, there's not one. Not one. And, all, and if you say they're the highest budget, then I'm telling you and telling the people at home, they're all overpaid. Yep. Most of them, 95% of them, apart from, playing, like I say, Flynn Downs, who he was obviously on a younger contract, they're all overpaid. But is that because we're in the championship and we could afford to go, you right, go. you can have at least 4,000, you can have 7,000? Yeah, there you go. So back on the managerial question, because you've got a good point and I can't answer that. <laughs> um, let's, let's, play, you know, let's play just for a minute fantasy football. Who would you want? And is there any names out there that ring your bell? Bring in mm, as a manager. Now or summer doesn't really matter. Is there any names out there that ring your bell? Well, at the very least, we need to have a plan that we we want to play a certain way. Yep. This is the sort of guy we're looking for. Whether he's a known name or not, mm-hmm. just get someone that. Yeah. Potentially, I'd rather not have a big name, and just have someone that will who. You've either seen can do a yeah. good job wherever they are currently at. Yeah. Or the issue with big names is most of them, if they're coming here, have failed in the previous job. Mm-hmm. Nathan Jones, for example, a name that's mentioned quite a lot on social media, failed at Stoke. I terribly failed at Stoke. So are you getting the Nathan Jones of Luton or the Nathan Jones of Stoke? You just don't know anymore, do you? No. The last time we had a manager arrive on a, on a crest of a wave was Paul Hurst, really. Uh, so I do agree with your big name thing. But then who? Who was watching him? I myself didn't know a lot about. I was heard a lot of things, but mm. I didn't really know a lot about him. No. Who? Um, s- someone obviously uh, absolutely agreed with all his. Yeah. Greatness. Well, Marcus Evans did. We know how well Marcus Evans is. is, is but should he be the man? Shouldn't he have someone that knows more about football than him? Well, yeah. That is actually guiding yeah. his decision. Yeah, and that's why people are upset uh, whenever uh, Leo Neal comes on because really you're looking at him and you're thinking, who are you? Just go away. You're no, you're in no position to do anything. So yesterday on the radio, for example, he made some terrible comments, but he was saying how in the summer we'll he sit just, down and. Analyze he it. just made the comments that every fan would like to hear. Yeah. But is any of that actually going to happen? Well, no, because you, you know for a fact that if anyone does any analysing of any playing squad, it won't be Leo Neal being involved. It will be the manager and Marcus Evans. You're nobody. It's all. It, it's it's. He could be any single person from that club because it is, all goes yeah, through. Is, is he just the face uh, yeah. that that yeah, is yeah. put from yep. the club? You you just answer. Yep. As you need to. Yeah. This is what we want you to say. He just comes out and says it. Oh, he says some really flashy, like you know, PR slogans. Then you know, we'll, over, we'll analyze it. We'll go again. We need you on our side. All the usual rubbish they come out with, you know. And that's why. And people who go upset at Paul Lambert's press conferences are the same. They really, people like that really wind me up. Like, what do you want the man to say? 
Like the man's, I mean, you know, yeah, he's got to go. But he's not going to come out and say, you know what? Yeah, I'm absolutely at my depth here. I'm absolutely drowning, but I'm getting a living, so never mind. He's not going to say anything of the sort, is he? No. I think we go, oh, how can he be so positive in a, in a post-match conference after a game like that? Because he's got to be. Yeah. You know, like it's all—he he can't come out and be so downbeat because he's, he's the leader of the team. Well, you're not exactly going to raise the Titanic by going. Oh, well, wow. we're, not, we're never getting that up. Oh no, yeah, exactly. I mean, even the Titanic captain sent out the old musicians <laughs> to plan the deck before the—you know there's a boat was sinking. Ignore the fact that we've got water at our feet, chaps. We're listening to, you know, near our god to thee by a violin player. You've got to be a bit positive, haven't you? Yep. But a man I'd like, and it's a bit of a wild card, is David Wright. David Wright, currently at Norwich, under 23s, uh, uh, manager or coach. Norwich. Is that what we need for the future? I think it is. Someone that yeah. can develop. Yes. If we're going, yeah. right, we have yeah. no budget, we cannot buy anyone, yeah. we need to develop and bring yeah. through who Yeah, and who if we you have. look at Norwich at the moment, you know, it pains me, but they're bringing through some really good young players. Mm-hmm. And he's been a real in- integral part of that. And you need somebody. That is something we need to sort yeah. of. Yeah. From the yeah. little ones to You need adult to get a strong leader as a uh, director of football. And then you need a, a young head coach, a head coach, not a manager, who is there to develop young players. He's got a track record, he knows people within the game, and he's got a track record of developing young players. Because that's that's now our way forward. Developing our own players, selling the very good ones for top money, mm-hmm. and putting that money yeah, back into the... just accepting no. the first bid you get and, and go... No, oh. Exactly. And putting that back into the team to bring in some senior, good players that fit a system not not James Wilson's who are limited in ability and limited in growth players who are in the prime that can help the young kids along you can have odd ones though yeah absolutely but no you don't at the moment we've got a whole litter of them is it is it really old pros that are offering nothing or really young players that are still developing it's never yeah. you got that and the players in the middle you know you know would you Nolan's well nor was injured Nolan is John Nolan I'm not gonna say any more about him than I said before the players in their prime are just not good enough. No. Or injured, you know. But there we go. So I shall return on um, on Wednesday with Mr. Robbie D, the midfield maestro. Mm-hmm. He'll be here knocking it about, looking ahead to another informed team, Pushdoor Rovers. You know, we're both, I think we're both like bottom and the second bottom in terms are of form. Are we going to end up doing the same as we did against Coventry? Where you go... You know, no, a, a team that's playing okay will accept another good display as such. Not. But I seriously hope not, because you know, I mean, if I if I get the form guide, the thing, something I didn't like was from the weekend was the fact that we were we were losing one nil, mm-hmm. and we were putting in a performance as such, mm-hmm. and someone ended up saying, "What's a draw gonna get us?" Yeah, that's a fair point, I suppose. I suppose the fans, over the ridiculous amount of years we've been mm. absolutely going nowhere, getting worse and worse, they're just fed up. Yeah. And it's got to the point where I, I don't know what they can do to do any right. No. We're actually, no, no one's happy about this whole We've actually got scenario. less points in the last nine games than Bolton. <laughs> the basket case that's Bolton. If we didn't have a brilliant start, we'd be below Bolton we by would. now. <laughs> in a points deduction. <laughs> True, it's true. Oh, I don't know. So yes, Bristol Rovers played nine, one. They've actually got two more points in the last nine games than we have. So anyway, lead us out, Mr. Moles. How are you going to finish this? Oh, hang on. Let's quickly touch on the Formula One. All right, let's incorporate it in this bit. Or do you want to do it in the next bit? 
Yeah, okay, we'll do the next bit. Good yeah. man. Here's Sam. Uh, let's not get a defeat. Let's at least the draw. Let's change, cha change it around. Okay, with the positive all of a sudden. Goodbye.